Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Random Shots, your action-packed podcast of four guys hanging out, just talking some action movie characters today. Not what we do every day, but it's what we're doing today. So I am your first quarter host, Rowdy Knight. You can reach me at, at Rowdy Knight on Twitter. And these three mimes are going to introduce themselves. Excuse me, but I'm, I'm kind of... Uh... I'm in a box right now, a four-walled, invisible box. He called me a mime, so... Anyway, this is uh, Indy. Indy, you can reach me at Daring Dragoon, that's two O's. Uh, and, uh, oh, oh yeah, I prepared something. What was it? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, referencing the topic, you listeners are the disease, and us, we're the cure. Did you just call our listeners the disease? <laughs> I mean, we have, like, a handful, and you just... I guess we should put the listeners... <laughs> Quite frankly, the listeners hey, should probably be on there every time. <laughs> we're the cure, we're helping them out. We're helping them... They're, maybe they're sad, they're diseased, and we'll, we'll cheer them up. Ah, uh, disease is sadness, and we're going... I like that. That was a good twist right. on that. We're not even at the three-minute mark yet, and we have to apologize to the listeners. And it's me. And it's not me. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, I'm kind of proud. <laughs> and I'm uh, Tony. You can find me at Antba44 on the Twitter sphere. That's at A-N-T-B-A-4-4. And I am Jerry. You can find me at Max Mages. You can find us at Our Shots Podcast. Or just search Random Shots on Facebook. And Indy, what's that website they can go to? Visit us at random-shots.net. Click on the subscribe button, and you so you can get each and every single dang episode as they come in automatically on your Android, on your uh, iPod, or any other listening device. Or just uh, listen to us on our website. And click contact. Give us a little shout-out. Sounds good. And uh, like Dave said, today we're going to be talking about action heroes. Real quick, though, I want to give a shout-out myself. Somebody suggested that we do a hashtag random pictures and people just send pictures in randomly from where they're at. So far, I've seen one come in. Thank you for that, Rowdy. Oh, I did one. <laughs> Andy did one, yeah, too. You, yeah. did? you know what? I, here's, here's what it was. Now, you check, check the Twitter sphere for this. But it, I thought it was so random. It was like a dollhouse in front of somebody's house and it had Star Wars characters. It was like Finn... And another, like a stormtrooper next to Finn or something like that. And they were in a dollhouse and it was all furnished and everything and it was outside. I thought, that's pretty random. I got to take a shot of that. So anytime you see something interesting. Oh, mine wasn't interesting. Oh, oh it was just me. <laughs> his, was, his was literally uh, so random. No, no, not that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've actually done a few random pictures on there. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, my most recent one was very artsy. Actually, it was uh, I was walking across the street and looked down the street, and it was kind of cool looking with the clouds. And so I took a picture of it, like right over the uh, little median line there, the double yellow, and turned the picture black and white, and we have a random picture. Just like that, ladies and gentlemen. Bam! Tweet us at random our shots hashtag random photos. All right, so action heroes. We're gonna be uh, talking about the characters mostly. Uh, I think I think I'll start. 
Um, and I'm going to go with this, something that happened last weekend. So, last weekend, my, uh, my daughter, I don't know, she made this really cool mask, and she wanted, I want to, I really want to show off this costume, but there's nothing going on. But where can I go? So, so my wife looked it up, there's, there was some sort of convention that was, like, down the street, the Ramada, down the street from my house. It's called the Myth and Legends Convention. So I took her to this. Okay, so so there's not much, too much going on. I checked the schedule. There's something, there's a room. It's called LARP. Live action role playing, I said. I say to my daughter, daughter, let's check out this live action role playing. So as a result, I became an action hero in my own story because I, I joined the live action role playing game that was going on there were so you? so here's oh go ahead, go ahead i was just gonna ask what character were you i chose i chose rogue which was a mistake because because i chose a rogue with short swords so i had these play swords and and i could not hit anybody because the person i was fighting against had like a long reach and i could not get him for the world we were like we we, we so. only stayed long enough to do like battles so it was like a, a man and his son, and the man had a long reach, he had a long sword, he got me every single time, and the little kid, <laughs> the little kid had a, was like a little archer or something, he was like threw, so throwing these beanbags at me. From a distance, and you can't reach him and, either. And the kid was fast, I couldn't hit him for the world either, so the kid was throwing beanbags at me. So what you're saying is size does matter. Yes. <laughs> Knew it! <laughs> and... And uh, towards the end of the sparring, uh, little the kid's beanbag got me in a sensitive area in the crotch. So, not fun, not good times getting hit in the crotch with a beanbag that's supposed to be an arrow. Well, at least it wasn't a real arrow. That is a good point. <laughs> Hashtag worst action hero. <laughs> the rogue that got hit in the balls of the beanbag. That's that's not yeah. Uh, that's so, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Rogues usually dodge those shots, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Originally, you, I thought you meant you were Rogue you, from, like, X-Men. No, and no. I'm like, why would you choose her? No. <laughs> rogue. And I thought you were just saying it wrong, and you just needed rogue. some rouge. <laughs> no, I just like the word Rogue when you said, do you want to be a fighter, a Rogue, a healer, or an archer or something? I said... Make me a rogue, why not? And without knowing. Now let's be fair, I'm not saying rogues don't get hit. They just usually dodge the sensitive area. <laughs> I didn't I did not I was not wearing my uh my uh, nether regions armor, my cup. Your cod piece. I wasn't yeah, cod piece. That's that's the word I was looking for. Hashtag... I got magic missiles. <laughs> so you're like, I should have been a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so that was my adventure of being an action hero. Uh, not a very. How long did that last? Oh, I probably did it for like twenty minutes before we decided to break for lunch. But hashtag twenty minute action hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, did your daughter walk home in shame? <laughs> my dad can't dodge anything. No, I tried to hide it. It's like I'm okay. You kind of got me to a sensitive spot, but I'm okay. <laughs> that's not hiding it very well at all. No. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. All Who right. knew that uh, that was so, going on at the Ramada? The Ramada <laughs> did crazy things like that. 
<laughs> and uh, they also had like you know board when we had nothing to do there was a room where you could go check out a board game so check out a board game so you'd like you just you, watch yeah, other you, people play and... no 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 <laughs> <laughs> they had a bunch. It was like a board game library. Oh, okay. Check out your board game, play it. And when you're done, bring it back. So, so we we tried out a game called Ticket to Rides. Oh, I love that game. It's cool. Yeah, I I've never, never played it on a board game. Thinking of trains, though, I did figure out a way to tie this in. <laughs> One of my fav- favorite uh, action heroes. Unfortunately, I can't remember the name. Hang on. <laughs> it's from the movie uh, Tough Guys. Uh, Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas. Um, it was from the movies from like eighty eight, eighty nine. Um, they play two cons that get out of jail, and they're supposed to stay away from each other because of the parole and everything like that. Dana Carvey's in this movie too. He, he plays their parole officer. Um, but they uh, end up. Uh, they put Burt Lancaster in an old folks home, and of Sounds course very he action <laughs> he hates that. <laughs> Then uh, Kirk Douglas thinks he's young still, and so he hooks up with a uh, some young chick, and they're like going clubbing, and she has like pink and blue hair and all this stuff, and it's all like '80s music and spandex and everything, and he goes nuts with that. So uh, they get back together, and they decide to rob a train. So, uh, but uh, that's uh-huh. a good movie. There. Train robbery is always a good a yeah. good time. Any adventure with a train robbery is a good adventure. Harry Doyle and Archie Long. That's them. Um, bam, bing. <laughs> Not quite the same. <laughs> uh, speaking of eighties uh, movies, one of my uh, favorite characters from eighties uh, movies, kind of an accidental action hero, um, comes from Gotcha. Oh, I love Gotcha. Yeah. Starring Anthony Edwards as uh, Jonathan Moore. Right. Yeah, that's just a. I I love that movie. That movie had me like going around for like the longest time, freaking ducking around corners. I was playing a one man game of gotcha. It's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I was probably like twelve, thirteen at the time. You know, something like that. But yeah, like, and I'm like, this would be so cool because they made it look like you go to college, and this is what everybody does: is <laughs> shoot each other with paintballs. It's like, yes, I definitely want to do that. <laughs> and then they didn't, and I didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that movie, and then they had, when I went to college, they did have something like that, where you got a, assigned a Lied to person. twice! <laughs> it, it happens. Right. You, you, you get assigned a person, and you have to track them down and, and squirt them with a, with a water pistol. Right. And nice. so, I, so I, I, guess I'm, I guess if you shoot them with a water pistol, then you take their target, or whoever their target is. Right. So, yeah, I did that, and I got probably eliminated the first round. Somebody just figured out what class I was in. Right. I came out of class. Are you such and such person? Squirt. Because it was a girl. I'm like, hey, hey. You're like, sure. You want to talk to me? Sure, let's talk. Squirt. Oh, I just won. You're out of the game. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Did, did she squirt you where the beanbag hit you? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, that's good. At least she didn't have to walk around for the rest of the day going out. But that would make it a better story. So let's say she did. Squirt, squirt. (laughs) Then I had to go uh, dry off so uh, so I wouldn't be embarrassed. Exactly. (laughs) We went to the van and changed clothes. (laughs) Party wagon. He had a van still in college. And he had a a room there, so. Yeah, I think it was when I lived there, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have any of your... What's your favorite character you've created as an action hero? Oh, hell, there we go. 
<laughs> make it make it quick. <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna talk about my role playing games, but uh, I'll, I'll tell a story about one of my characters. Um, I typically make these little characters when I, when we when I do D and D that are they're rogue, but they're based on a character in a book that that's called a Kender. It's it's a race of character. Um, Kender is automatically a rogue just because of their race. They steal stuff all the time, but they don't realize they're stealing it. So, uh, your pin, you must have dropped this. I was keeping it safe for you until I could give it back to you. They truly believe that's what they're doing. I made this Kender one time, and we had this, this villain that was coming after us, and we weren't supposed to face off with him yet. And he's got a little pet cut. With that. Yeah, right. Last <laughs> episode. Unfortunately, the parties I usually work with are a lot like you guys. Um, so we're on an airship. This you guy's flying. Do you make camp with it. them too? Huh? Do you make camp with them too? No, only with you guys. Okay. So the villain's flying the airship. He's sending his minions at us, and he has this pet cat. Are they little and yellow? Not those minions. Banana. He has a pet cat, and he has promised me that this pet cat is going to have me as a snack because it wants me as a snack. I'm a little guy. I'm, like, four foot tall. And when he threatened me with that a couple of meetings prior, I told him, yeah, well, I'm going to stab you in the nuts. So we get on this airship, and here's the cat facing off with me. In D&D, when you roll a natural 20, it is a threatened critical. Right. So then you roll again to confirm to get the critical. Now, if you get a second natural 20, you have a threatened insta-kill. All you need is one more 20, natural 20, and you have an insta-kill on whatever you're facing. So I roll that 20-sided dice. Wes was our DM at the time, and he's sitting down there. He's waiting for that 20 to stop rolling, and everybody on my end of the table went, Oh, my God. That's not possible. The odds of that... Wes is like, what? What is it? What does it say? Wes, your cat's dead. He's like, are you kidding me? Nobody touched the dice. Wes got up, he walked down, he looked at that 20-sider, went back over, sat down behind his DM screen, pissed off because he didn't know what to do. So he thinks about it for a second, has the guy jump off the airship, and as he goes to jump off, he yanks the, the wheel... On the airship, so now the ship is twisted to the left, and it's 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 threatening to crash us. The guy jumps off. Of course, my character, Kinder, are fearless, so I don't care. I jump after him. <clears throat> We're above a desert, so I'm going to land in sand. I land not far from him, and I run over to him. He builds a wall with his magic out of the sand and puts us in a castle tower type thing. We're on, on the ground, but surrounds us so nobody else can get in. We're sitting in there fighting. Now, not long prior, I had managed to touch a goddess and to take a little bit of her magic power. So if somebody casts a spell near me, my spell thief ability might kick in. Was it magic missile? It was not magic <laughs> missile. Oh, dang. <laughs> so I've got this guy, and, and we're sitting there, we're fighting, and I I went down. I I, I, I collapsed. One of my party members walks through the wall with his ghost walk ability. This, the, the villain has decided that he needs to heal himself, so he heals himself. I manage to spell thief some of the healing spell. I'm back at full. I open my eyes, and guess what I am looking at directly above me? His balls that you're going to stab. Guess what I did? Stabbed him in the nuts. <laughs> that character got turned into a god later after I left the gaming group because of that 
Because he only had one testicle? No, because I insta-killed the cat and then stabbed the guy in the nuts as promised. Oh, wow. your character turned into a guy. Yeah, my character but turned into... But after he left. After you left. Yeah. Right. They wouldn't wow. let you be a god while you were there. They're like... Well, I didn't, even know Jerry, they, so. I didn't even know they turned Milo into a god until like six months later. Hey, did you know your character's a god in this campaign we're in? What? <laughs> I bet you that character regretted not wearing the god piece. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and that, my friends, is a callback. <laughs> in the wrestling business, I know we call that, that the receipt. Now. <laughs> in the wrestling business, we call that the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a... Uh, this D&D moment has been brought to you by Magic Missiles. <laughs> and Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Now, if you don't know what they're referring to, please check out the Dead Isle Wives Dungeons and Dragons. There is the, that series of books that I base my characters on that one character from. It's called the Dragonlance Chronicles. For years, I just read that over and over and over. A buddy of mine one day said, let me have that. Thank you. And he set it down and grabbed a book off of his bookshelf. He said, I want you to start reading this. Come back when you finish that book, and we'll go from there. That was the first book in the Wheel of Time series. And that series is now my second favorite right after the Dragonlance Chronicles, but it turned out to be an amazing series. I'm glad he handed it to me. An audiobook on in the, in, during my commute. So so maybe that I've got Wheel of Time or Dragonlance in my future. I've done that. The audiobook. It's with Kevin, a... Kevin Smith, tough shit. All right. Very good book. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> Check out your local library, people. way that I came about this subject is uh, by thinking about what, as you know, a 10, 11, 12-year-old kid, what did I watch that I friggin' memorized every scene right away and then ran outside to do? Yeah. <laughs> and Gotcha was one of those that I did. Okay. But, uh, but, I mean, uh, things like uh, Conan. I mean, looking back on it, they're terrible. But when I was a kid, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Conan uh, loved it. Um, where, you know, it's like I would sit there with the sword and, you know, and part of it was also the He-Man factor, you know. Conan reminded me a lot of He-Man, just without Prince Adam, which was good. That first movie is actually a good movie. The second and one's, the second one's pretty bad, but but I kind of like watching bad movies anyway. Right? So I think it's I think they're funny. So, but I mean, it had unique characters too. With I mean, they they usually had a giant Cyclops, and uh, Kroll was another one that uh, was kind of in that same genre. Yeah, of fantasy that uh, you know they they gave, gather a group of. Whatever they could find, you know, an elf and a rogue. kinder and rogues <laughs> and, you know, they'd, and cyclopses and everything. And then they stabbing archer. Yeah, you know, whatever. Whatever you can find. There's always a, um, a feeble old wizard with no eyes for some reason, too. But uh, he was always blind. It's like, do you lose your eyesight as a wizard? Is that a re- mm. requirement? But, uh, you know, it, it was those, those kind of characters and stuff that, uh, you know, to me, right away, that's says action, you know, is that, that type of thing. And, yeah, it's um, a good choice. And not in, any of that's not in my top three. But <laughs> I also enjoyed Kroll. I remember I made my own Kroll weapon the out blade. of cardboard. Right. I made my own Kroll blade out of cardboard. And, and recently, recently I was at the Retro Arcade. They had the old Kroll game. It was pretty, it, that's a pretty cool game. Right. I should, well, maybe I'll show some... Pictures and footage from it. It's it's, uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah. 
I've never seen either one of those movies. What? No, Pearl you've never or, seen any of the Conans? Or Conan the Barbarian? I think right. I saw a clip of it and went, wow, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first one's good. You probably saw a clip of the second one. That must have been it. <laughs> and the newer one wasn't uh, very good either. I didn't know there was a newer yeah, one. Yeah, there was one that came out here in like the last five years, I think. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it had a guy from Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. I didn't see it. Actually, was it MoMA? Yeah, MoMA. So he's Aquaman now. Man, he's, he's on he's a roll. He's got mad sharks. Killer, killer uh, gimmick there. Never <laughs> <laughs> seen Game of Thrones either. But no, me neither. It, it didn't just have Aquaman in it. It also had Hellboy in it. Well, that that changes nothing for me. Sorry. <laughs> Game of Thrones has Hellboy in it? No. Um, he must be called, I think, Conan. I assume oh, Conan. the new version of Conan. Not Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, the guy that plays Aquaman is in Conan, and also the guy that plays Hellboy. Oh, but that guy's only good if he wears makeup because he was like Beauty and the Beast. He's Hellboy, so you always <laughs> so want to see him if he's wearing. You're saying makeup. Ron Perlman is one ugly. No. <laughs> I okay, apologies, Ron. <laughs> Hey, so, I, I'm saying it enhances. There's two <laughs> apologies, and they're both ending. The makeup enhances the performance. And you were complain. You don't understand Planet of the Apes. Part of the appeal is the cool makeup, even though the new That's ones. That's all computer graphics, man. I'm talking about the old school. <laughs> oh, those weren't good at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Mark Wahlberg one was real makeup. It was cool makeup well... effects. It was in focus. <laughs> I didn't like the movie either, but I, I thought it was cool makeup, okay? Wahlberg's played a couple action stars. What? No. <laughs> Can't think of any names or anything. <laughs> Is he in the Italian job? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was a pretty good flick. Yeah. I liked that a lot. I didn't know it was a remake until much later after I watched the movie. But right. Probably wouldn't like the original because uh, another <laughs> Ocean's Eleven went back and watched the original of that. It's different. That was <laughs> that was painful. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was too bad. Uh, you know, I like Sinatra and stuff, but uh, uh, yeah, I um, I was trying to match it up with the new one the whole time, and it just didn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah. well, I watched it again without that and trying to let it stand on its own, and it was actually pretty decent. I don't remember much about it. But uh, I remember I actually bought it on VHS, so. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, that's, I know. Yeah. Maybe I, we should have a VHS and cuddle moment. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, I, actually, I don't have any VHS anymore. Yeah. It's quite I, a good genre, the heist movie. Yeah. What, what was, uh, Internet Boy, what was the uh, one with uh, Pierce Bronson? Oh, By the no, way, no. Internet Boy is my an honorable mention. Just kidding. <laughs> As an action uh, star? Yes. Mrs. Doubtfire? He's, he's slightly higher than, uh, than uh, your rogue. <laughs> no, uh, Beyond Sunset or After Sunset? It was him and Salma Hayek, if I remember right. Ah, so it wasn't Mrs. Was. Doubtfire? No. He you was good in that. Called? But you know that, what the movie's that called? one was. Oh, and it also had uh, Woody Harrelson in it. After the sunset. After the sunset. That was a good one. I actually saw that at the theater. I don't usually see movies like that at the theater, but I, we went and saw that one, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Actually. Is this an action movie? 
Are kinda, we talking about kinda, action kinda, movies? <laughs> kinda. It also has okay. Don Cheadle and Chris Penn in it. Well, you're not helping Don the Cheadle. action. You're not helping the action part at all. <laughs> I love Don Cheadle. He's great in everything he does. Yeah. And, and I understand how I'm not. Don Cheadle is uh, War Machine. So, yeah, I, I'm lending credence to the action. And not only that, the he's guy's... He's the whiniest character in the whole damn series. And and most important of all, the guy's from Denver. That's where all the, the greatest action heroes are from. Like me. Like the rogue. <laughs> the rogue. Who's a kinder. The one testicle rogue. Yeah. <laughs> Who likes to steal things. <laughs> With short arms. And short blades. Can't reach a damn thing. You know, we grew up in the action hero heyday, I believe. Late 80s, early 90s, those were the days of Arnold and Sly and Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Will Smith. And, yeah, early 90s Will Smith. Well, mid-90s more, more like. Yeah, early That's 90s. Early involved. 90s was parents just don't understand. <laughs> Not quite an action hero yet. <laughs> hey, he also did that movie where he kissed the dude. Yeah, six yeah. degrees separation. <laughs> that, that was it. That, yeah. Was that in the eighties? I think that was. No, that was, that was like. 90s. That was early nineties, I think. Maybe That's like late eighties. Yeah, Katie that was during the Fresh Prince era. Yeah. 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 Didn't Katy Perry sing about him sing, kissing a dude and he liked it or something? I don't well, think. Katy Perry's a girl, <laughs> and she kissed a girl and she liked it. <laughs> I know it. She was I like going, watching it. Going for a hum- humor there. <laughs> Just to, in the confusion, December of 93 for uh, Six Degrees of Separation. Which is completely different than Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Which is a fun game. Which, has, has he, he been an action, action hero? Kind of. He was his, the villain. Uh, well, his uh, show. What was that called? The TV show that uh, we watched. With Kevin Bacon where he fixed Chase the dude that uh, was obsessed with Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. Are you thinking of the following? Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. It's in my list to oh, watch, God. though. Could have swore that you were there um, just bugging he, it out. He, he didn't fight monsters. Kevin, Bacon, it, no. Kevin Bacon plays a uh, villain in a comic book movie. Right. So oh. that would be an action character. Yeah. Not an action hero. I was thinking the part, the movie where he was the hero and he fought underground monsters. We're talking about Tremors. Tremors. Oh, that's kind of an action right. man. Yeah. Got a shotgun. Yeah. I think that, I think that one qualifies. I think so. Uh, so that's the one degree. something, so. One degree between Kevin Bacon and action hero. Tremors. That's what I, that's my that's call. Right. I think I watched Tremors at your house. Really? Yeah. I wasn't I in was there watching TV. it. <laughs> No, I've never seen it. You never seen Tremors? Nah. You were probably you probably were because my mom because Tremors had Reba in it, right? Yeah, yeah. It had yeah. Reba and like Dad from Family Ties. They were so Southerners, and they that pretty fought. much guarantees that my mom was watching it. <laughs> and so you were probably there. I um wasn't. Dude, you gotta <laughs> check out the Tremors. It's it's a good flick. All right. Yeah, giant worms never never excited me. They're graboids. They're alien underground graboids. You know what they look like? Giant, giant worms. worms. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got us there. <laughs> They're different than worms, though. Okay. They're more powerful and more action-packed. Oh, makes it a giant snake. <laughs> I yeah. got a snake, man. 
You, you know what would be more interesting to him than giant worms? Save that won't here. Watch it. <laughs> In the basement of the science building. <laughs> uh, we should have just, just named this podcast. We should have just named this podcast Inside Jokes, and then we just entertain ourselves. <laughs> we stay. We stay more in an action movie. The brothers, <laughs> Corsican, the Corsican brothers. Yeah, I don't remember seeing much of that. That was the final. Oddly, I was way too young. I was way too young watching Up in Smoke. I shouldn't have been watching that, but my I have great uncle role model there, and uh, so I watched that way too young. But Corsican Brothers came out, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, I remember. When Heat came out in 95, there was this big deal about how Pacino and De Niro were on the screen at the same time. Yeah, we're going to be on screen at the same time. They had never done that before, and they'd been in movies together before. (laughs) (laughs) And a big deal was made out of this. And I remember at the time that what I'd seen of the preview for it, I'm like, why? Why? What I mean, yeah, they're on the screen together, but what's the big deal about this movie other than that? It doesn't seem that great. In hindsight, I should have just shut my mouth and gone to the damn movie. It was really good. <laughs> I thought we were going to take a turn and go down and talk about bad action heroes, bad uh, uh, last action hero. That comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, very Bad fun. action heroes? I thought that was a great movie. It was all right. It, it wasn't uh, Arnold's best work, but... Oh, it was, you know, above Jingle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's some high standards, man. <laughs> that makes yeah. Sinbad an action hero, right? Father's Day. <laughs> Father's Day? Yeah. I don't think that was an action movie, was it? And I don't think Arnold was in that. I barely remember that. Billy Crystal, Robin Williams, right? There's that one, but I remember another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, okay. Father's Day. It's a pretty common thing. Yeah. Happens once a year. Once a year? Yeah. No time in June. Anyway, I remember just it being horrible. In fact, it was so bad that Arnold wasn't in it. <laughs> ah. So, coming up, Top Shelf. I can't, I can't, I can't get the cash. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be reaching up to the Top Shelf, pulling down our top three favorite action heroes of all time. I can't get the cast list to pull up to prove it. So. I think it's right oh. there. Oh. Maverick, he was a good action character. That was one of my favorite movies, too. Yeah. I, that Top Gun, have you seen that, Tom? Top Gun? Yes. A couple times. Okay, I thought yeah. so. Wasn't sure you could occasionally... Don't see like movies everybody in the world has seen. I'm not sure I've seen the Here whole thing. Of Top Gun. <laughs> really? I've seen definitely seen like clips of it because I know like the volleyball and I know the Righteous Brothers sing along. <laughs> but I've been in the house when it's been on, but I'm not sure I've seen it from beginning <laughs> to end. Challenge accepted. Sorry, I just had a. Oh, really and they have the video game, too. Meow, 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 I just had a really funny line from okay. a horrible action movie just pop into my head as I was looking this up. You've been erased. <laughs> oh, yeah. That wasn't one of those bets, either. Makes me go all the way. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. That was towards the decline. 
<laughs> before he decided to run for governor. Erased. <laughs> erased. Erased. Eraser. Yeah, eraser. That's what it was. Oh, I think I. I never saw him. He was a professional eraser. If you needed to disappear, he would make you dead. I remember clips for that. Seemed really good. And then it was in focus. That was around the same time there was the one where he fought the devil or something. That one was not good either. (laughs) You could tell it was not Uh, filmed by Michael J. Fox, that's for sure. It wasn't shaky. You both made him apologize for that one. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take for him yeah. to write it down. <laughs> for him launching the softball and for you knocking it out. <laughs> I, I hear he was the cameraman for Cloverfield, though. And the Blair Witch Project. And the Blair Witch Project, yep. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are going to hell. <laughs> Josh Blue is going to be pissed at you, man. <coughs> it's oh. completely different disease. Oh, he's shaking yes, around a lot, too. Policy. I'm ashamed to say, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm ashamed say to that say... Muhammad Ali's going to be pissed at you. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed to say, but I just now got... Why you guys are laughing. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the table. <laughs> Joke grenade. Glad you could join us. Um, oh, we're all going now. One of my, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, uh, Arnold uh, movies is uh, True Lies. I really liked uh, the character that he played in there, Harry... Uh, Harry Tosca. Tasker. Sound like I wish I could Harry read nut. my own writing. <laughs> like you, said, you said Harry, uh? I thought you said Harry Nut. I'm like, that's a terrible name for an action star. No, that's what Indy got hit in with the beanbag and what Jerry stabbed the other guy in in his role play. Got it. Yeah, Harry Tasker. Just good movie. Yeah. That's, like, that's a great hero. I love how, like, every single movie, there's no explanation of his accent. He's, he usually plays an American. He just happens to talk that way. So, you know. He's from the South. You know. It's <laughs> the deep South. South <laughs> <Wayne>. Austria. <laughs> right. One of my honorable mentions is Pee Wee Herman. Because he, he goes on adventures... He crosses the country. All this crazy stuff happens. He goes to theaters. <laughs> he learns that the Alamo doesn't have a basement. It doesn't. <laughs> and you know what? I I just recently saw that new one. Pretty funny. Is it? Pretty funny. Pee Wee's Big Holiday. The Alamo Dome, on, on the other hand, yes. does have a basement. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Sean Michael said so. It must be true. That's true. HPK wouldn't lie to you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's been in two movies. Neither of them action. <laughs> I was going to blow your minds and make that like one of my top shelf picks, but <laughs> I thought I'd make it a real action hero instead of B.B. Herman. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a Muppet. <laughs> Hi-ho! It's Pee-wee Herman here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh, but at the end of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, there is an action version of him. Interesting. He, you know, he's like a super spy. He goes to the movie. Oh. There's like a Ernest P. Whirl. (laughs) 
I never envisioned the, <laughs> this podcast going in this direction. Not but. at all. <laughs> he goes to camp, he goes to school, he goes, goes to, to jail. jail. <laughs> saves Christmas. <laughs> he saves Christmas. <laughs> Wow, that's a podcast-worthy conversation right there. Hey, I actually bought Ernest Goes to Camp. It came with Ernest Goes to Jail, which I didn't really want or care for, but Ernest Goes to Camp was one of my favorites as a kid. Yeah. And don't forget, you get scared stupid as well. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I, I thought it was already... Anyway, so... <laughs> Right. Let's bring this back to actual action heroes. John Cena. Huh? He's not not where I was going, movie. but what movie was he in? Twelve Rounds, The Marine. Um, surprisingly, were actually pretty good in my opinion. Two different movies. Yeah. Twelve Rounds and The Marine. <laughs> there have been like three, three different <laughs> Marines now. Uh, Cena, Miz, and DiBiase. Yeah. Um, I, I, have, I haven't seen... The other man, DiBiase? His son. Junior. Gotcha. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen the others. John Cena did a pretty good job with the role when he played it, though. Ted did all right. I haven't watched any of the movies. And you could say in the ring he plays a character too. So that could be. He plays an action hero. He does hero? stunts. He's an action hero. All wrestlers, pretty much. That's right. You heard it here. Rowdy Knight is an action hero. How about that? Slow Thanks, motion. He needs, he needs more of an ego on him. A slow motion action hero. As long as we're tying Rowdy Knight to action, can we ask him about the ladders? No. Apparently not. <laughs> don't talk about ladders. <laughs> uh, and a, another wrestler turned action hero, Dwayne Johnson. He's been lots of action, uh, lot of action they, movies. Yeah. You know Including what? Including Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Whenever you need somebody to save your franchise, you bring in The Rock. Yeah. He saves it. Unless your franchise is The Tooth Fairy. Or G.I. Joe. Well, he's... No, he, he started that. Didn't he start that from... It has yeah, to be he something... Yeah, he started Tooth Fairy. This has to be something that already exists, and then he, he comes in... In, and in fact, I believe they it. brought in... The strings and the horns. Larry, not, Larry, not, Larry, Larry, Larry the, the cable, cable guy. guy. He replaced the rock. Did he so. save that franchise? <laughs> but uh, but anyway, said, when you said save a franchise, I heard save a French fry. I'm like, what? What? Save a franchise. And then I played it franchise. You can think of multiple examples. They brought him in for what the heck? The Judy of the Center of the Earth. They brought him yeah. in for the yeah, Fast yeah. and the Fur- Furious. As soon as he they, he came in, those became from racing. Movies into action movies, so. Well, I yeah. think they were always action movies. Well, yeah. They, yeah but, uh, but he definitely gave them a, a jolt. Yeah, they're, <laughs> it brought it up to the next level. Made it where I actually bothered to watch it. The first oh, time. Some argue that he brought the mummy back to, to life as a scorpion king. Mm. Right? I wouldn't argue that, but some I would. would. And then Tom some Cruise would. just killed it. That was yeah, before he was saving franchises. Yeah. That that. Yeah, that was the I only like the first role. mummy. <laughs> first oh, role. <laughs> also in get uh, the sequel to Get Shorty, Be Cool. Oh yeah, he was he, like a cowboy. Yeah, or something. he played a gay cowboy, I believe. I'm raising my hand. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> there was a sequel to Get Shorty. <laughs> yes, it's called Be Cool. Wow. <laughs> I think we just covered that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just in shock. It's, it's only that it just said it came amazing. out like 15 years later, so so everyone forgot about the first movie by then, or they forgot. That it was a sequel. Oh, anyway. Another great action hero, Billy Crystal. 
Okay. Please. Please do. Because Mr. Saturday Night's not the one you're going for. <laughs> what about uh, Forget Paris? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> he played Danny uh, Costanzo in Running Scared, the 1986 oh, Running Scared. This is true. Yeah. Shine on me. Yeah. I did not see that uh, other Running Scared. I don't know if they're supposed to be connected. I don't think they're supposed to be connected. No. Right? no? Oh, okay. Same title. I think it's, it's, I think it's kind of like Project X. They have nothing to do with each other, just same name. Okay. But Project X doesn't have the same name as Running Scared. Mm-hmm. There's two movies called Project X. Oh, I see what you're saying now. And two movies called Father's Day. Yeah. One of which has Billy Crystal. <laughs> and then bring wow. it back. <laughs> Whip that back around. Look at them. I'm on. I'm great. Did you know he was in Tooth Fairy? Who? Billy Crystal. Well, which Tooth Fairy? I, the one with the rock or the one with yes. uh, Larry the Cable? Oh, he was actually he was like Jerry. the general, right? Like, yeah. He played a character named Jerry. In the yeah, he had told Rock to go down to Earth uh, or something like I that. I didn't make it past the poster for that one. Missed that <laughs> one. Jerry? Yes. Me too, don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My Giant. Okay. That wasn't really yeah. an extra movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I, but okay. Actually, I was I was working my way to the analyze this and analyze that because in a way they are psychological. But he does hook up with the mafia, and the mafia does happen to do a lot of action. Did you do that one thing? Which one thing? The first thing or the second thing? Because we can't talk about the second thing until we talk about the first thing. Exactly. <laughs> Consigliere. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. We are going to be reaching up to the top shelf. We're pulling down our top three favorite action heroes of all time. And uh, this week, we are going to start with... That's right, he was selected by the Dice of Randomness. Jerry will be starting our top shelf tonight. What's your number three, Jerry? Top shelf? Oh, yeah, Jerry's first. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I'm Jerry. I guess that means I get to go first. I had a little chat with one of my fellow hosts last night, and he told me we make up the rules as we go along because it's our podcast. Now, I was a little torn between uh, whether I wanted to go movie, book, video game, so I said, why not just do all of them? So my number three tonight is a conglomeration. I have gone with Ash from the Evil Dead movie series. I have gone with Drizzt from the Dark Elf Trilogy, and I've gone with Solid Snake from the Metal Gear Solid video games. So all three of you t- are your number three? Yes. Okay, three-way tie. Uh, Ash, three three. And what, what is that last one? Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Solid Snake. All right. So is this a so foreshadowing for every... Uh, so one's a movie, and by the way, I do enjoy that movie starring Ash. Those the series of movies starring Ash, Ashley Ash Williams. <laughs> Honestly, Army of Darkness is legitimately the best in the series, but Evil Dead oh. and Evil Dead Two had a, had a bleed into that 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 taught you all about what he was going through in Army of the in Army of Darkness. Yeah, um, you know what? I have I remember that movie. It came out, and I told both of you guys. I said. Guys, there's a movie coming out. I saw a preview. It looks amazing. <laughs> there's a guy. <laughs> he has a chainsaw in one hand, a shotgun in the other hand, 
and he's fighting monsters and, and sword fighting with skeletons. It looks amazing. We have to go see this. And then what was your guys' response? Mm, no. No. <laughs> so as a result, I did not get to see that in the theater. I didn't even know it was part of a series or anything, because they didn't advertise that or anything. I just saw this character. as like, I must, <laughs> must see it. And when I caught on video, it was a little bit... I, I wasn't prepared for it being as silly as it was. I love it now, but I'm like... <laughs> I wasn't prepared for it being a... Such a comedy. I remember so. seeing the boxes at uh, uh-huh. Blockbuster whenever I worked there. I saw the Evil Dead box and the Army of Darkness box. And never had nerves to see any of them. They're I haven't seen any of them. None of them? When when they first started, Evil Dead was meant to actually be a horror movie. It was legitimately full-on horror movie. Evil Dead 2, they threw a few jokes in there thinking they'll like the mood because Evil Dead 1 didn't go as well as they wanted to well enough to make a sequel. Army of Darkness, they said, screw it, let's just turn it into a comedy. Look, go, you know, there, there is a cult following for this entire series. Um, the Evil Dead series is, is very highly loved by, by a core group of people. It, it's very Not part of the core. <laughs> Not part of the core. Quite, quite entertaining. He's got great one-liners. He's, uh... See, he I has think... a cool look to him. He, uh... He... F- his hand gets possessed, and he, he he cuts it off with a chainsaw, and he has an amazing fight with his hand in Evil Dead 2. <laughs> Dude, spoiler alert! <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys aren't interested in seeing it, so I gotta I got tell you a highlight. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and you know what? You know, the ultimate version of this character is Bruce Campbell, but I did see another version of this character, because last summer... I saw a play. I saw a play. A little play called Evil Dead the Musical. Nice. So I got to see the portrayal of... uh, A a different actor's portrayal. A singing portrayal. I'm sorry. I don't see any way anybody could do Bruce Campbell justice with that role. The guy guy had kind of a high-pitched voice, so I wasn't... I'm used to, like, like, what? Groovy, you know, like, (laughs) low voice. So it was kind of weird having that guy with the higher octave but uh, but it was it was a good time and and the play had like the splatter zone so so if you sat towards the front people would squirt fake blood at you i passed on that but. <laughs> were, you at, were you at evil dead the musical or were you at a guar concert Okay, but anyway. Oh, and I went with John. Speaking of John, we saw him last week. That is the least surprising thing you've said. (laughs) I think I invited all of you, and I thought maybe Jerry would take me up on it. If he would have heard about it, I I don't know. I think he had to work or something. Yeah, Yeah, I I think he had to work the next morning, so I was was unable to go. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I love that Evil Dead series. And, like, 20 years later... He came back in a TV show, same actor, the same creative team did the first episode at least. So there's, Sam Ra- there's, that, there's that two seasons. Sam Raimi. There's two seasons of more Ash out right. there. And I've seen it. He, uh, it's a lot of fun. Sam Raimi later on did He was Spider-Man. part of Toby the Toby Maguire Spider-Man right. movie. Yeah. yeah. And and uh Bruce uh cameos in all of them. Yes he does. And he got the cool part of naming Spider Man. 
That's very interesting. That's during the scene where he fought Macho Man, another great action hero. That's right. <laughs> Rest in peace. Buzzsaw. All right. <laughs> he also played Thug Number One hanging from the bridge in uh, Bolt. Bolt. Yes. The uh, cartoon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Macho or Macho Man. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. Yep, there was something he said that, like, triggered it, that that's who it was. I'm like, oh, that, that's Randy Savage. And sure enough, in the credits, there it is. Thug number one, Randy Savage. I'm nice. Like, All right. <laughs> nice. All right. Surprisingly, it wasn't, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, dig it. Bow, wow, bark, bark. And. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> Nothing, I'm just trying to be indie. <laughs> Excellent number three, three, three. And let's go ahead and move on to Dave. Rowdy, what say you? All right. My number three action hero is Joe Hallenbeck. Who dances a jig. Yep. <laughs> the Last Boy Scout. I love that movie. <laughs> and I love that character. I wish they would have made sequels to that. But then he would have been the second to Last Boy Scout, I guess. But, uh... <laughs> um, the last the, boy scout again. The freaking the the one liners that he has throughout the movie, the the uh, his sloppy gunplay. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was great all the way through. Without going into any details on the line, one of my favorite scenes is when he's like, "An accident, <laughs> right?" <laughs> that movie was actually just on this past Saturday. Was it? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> On the finger scale. <laughs> yeah, the finger scale. You know. There goes my impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Not children suitable, but a uh, very good movie. Very awesome. Yeah. I and, mean, uh, very gr- a great character. I mean, just as far as a character standpoint, I yeah. I really like that character. As you can tell by the fact that we won't actually tell the full quotes right. on this podcast. <laughs> Not after everything we've already said. Ah, <laughs> uh, nuts. Great pick. If I, uh, I totally forgot about that movie, and I just watched it on Saturday. Um, great. Yeah, love that character. Um, excellent choice. Let's move on to Indy. What's your number three, sir? Okay. Well, for my number three, I've got to give some props to uh, science fiction heroes, action-adventure heroes. So I was thinking, uh, maybe Flash Gordon. Nah, it's a, it's a little too campy, but, it, but it's a fun watch. Um, no, not that one. Maybe Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. He's, he's really cool. But uh, I gotta go with... James Tiberius Kirk. We're talking Kirk from Star Trek. He loves the alien ladies. He he gets into some fun 60s style fight scenes back in the old days. I was afraid <laughs> nine was coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's a great captain, a great space adventurer. He uh, epitomized by William Shatner, probably my favorite portrayal. But, uh, you know, a couple episodes back, we are talking summer blockbusters. I forgot to mention this one, but that 2009 Star Trek reboot where they redid a new timeline with, with new actors as those characters, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty good uh, summer blockbuster, too. Yeah, and, uh, I think that's a pretty it, good does it come out this summer? Well. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember it being a summer movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I just wasn't sure if it, it's coming out this summer. Oh, this summer? No, that was last summer they had one. Oh, okay, so then it's next summer that they'll have it again. All right. So, James Tiberius Kirk. People. Very good pick. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. is a new series starting this fall on CBS. Mm-hmm. It's going to be pre-Kirk um, and, and the 60s crew. Um, it's called Star Trek Discovery. Um, the pilot is going to air on CBS, but then the... What about the rest of the crew? I don't know who it is. I don't know who the rest of the crew is. I know the Are they going to be on there or just the pilot? Probably just uh, the pilot's going to be on CBS. <laughs> Everybody else will appear on the app. I hear they're. Oh, they're okay. I hear Boy, they're, that's going to be a boring show. Just the pilot. I, 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 I hear I'm the all, pilot. I hear. I hear everybody else is just beaming direct, directly. Flying a big the ship. App. All right. <laughs> I haven't got my crew yet, but no. I, I next did, episode. I did see the preview for that. Uh, I'm going to check that out. I'll, I'll probably once all the episodes come out, I'll probably subscribe to CBS, watch them all, unsubscribe, because that's how I roll. <laughs> and uh, the shirt I'm wearing right now gives you a clue on top shelf number three action here for all you listeners Star Trek shirt that's <laughs> good pod <laughs> for all you right listeners he's uh, wearing a shirt that's going to give you a clue about what he just said so if you guess Star Trek <laughs> you're getting warmer don't so go with Spock really foreshadowing with would that be past shadowing? <laughs> Hindsight. <laughs> Mid-afternoon shadowing? <laughs> Five o'clock shadowing? <laughs> All right. Hey, that's that's why you guarantee no spoilers. You give the clue after. You you get the reveal. <laughs> that, is, that is a good point. I'll try and do that with my next one here. All right. <laughs> so, um, my number three is... Just one, number three. Yeah. Um, it is Jason Bourne from the uh, Bourne series. Nice. Um, favorite would be Matt Damon. Um, the first uh, two or three, I believe, were starred him. First thought, three and then fifth, but I I think if I'm not... I think it's only Jason, or only Matt Damon that's Jason Bourne. If oh, the other one. Renner, is or yeah. yeah, Hawkeye, he played somebody those. else. I thought he was re- right. revising the, the character. No, he he's actually just somebody who has the same chip or whatever, same issue. His name was Aaron Cross, and they are making... From Chris Cross? Jump, jump. jump. The Mac Daddy make you. Jump, jump, jump. The Daddy Mac will make you. Yes. <laughs> Chris Cross will make you. Um, they, are, they are working on making a sequel for his character. Sounds good. But uh, Jason Bourne, Bourne Identity, uh, action-packed, good uh, good plotline, good uh, good character. Yeah, I really do enjoy those first two films. I don't think so, I saw the third one. I know I saw yeah. the first two. Right. Yeah, those first two are great. The third yeah. one, I can't, I was like, yeah, I've seen this. But yeah. those, those first two, awesome shows. Yeah. I actually bought the, uh, back when... Back before the last Jason Bourne came out, because he made one one more, right? He did make Matt a Damon. new one. And yeah, so before that one came out, um, so right after the, uh, uh, what's the dude's name? Jenner? No. Renner. Renner. Um, That's right. Bruce Jenner is Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. His name's Caitlin. <laughs> See? <laughs> And that's going to be a fun remake right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jay just said that there's a sequel for that character. 
this time it's Kanye. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't know my After, after uh, Renner made his, um, I actually ended up buying the, the box set that has all of them. I've yet to watch any of them. <laughs> I watched the first one back when it came out, but I haven't watched any of them since then. So I borrowed his box set. Oh, yeah, it's any good. Yeah, I'd seen the you first didn't watch three. It either? No, I've seen, I, oh. I'd already seen the first three, but I rewatched all of them. Um, I hadn't seen the Renner version until I borrowed the box set. So I get through that. It was all right. He was no Matt Damon. He was no Jason Bourne. But it, it was all right. He's a hell of a Hawkeye. And the way the box is set up, it looks like it's got those <laughs> discs and the new Matt Damon right. movie. So I reach in there to pull he that out. He gets all like, excited. It's a piece of cardboard. Damn it. <laughs> they have a spot in there. So when you do buy the Matt Damon, then the last one. You can actually just put it into your box set, so that way it all matches and it's all together. But it's not actually in there. <laughs> That's genius and deceitful all at the same time. Well, I read the label, so I knew it wasn't in there when I bought it. That It's at the theater, so it was a pretty good clue to, for me that I'm like, hmm, that's not going to be in there. But, uh, yeah, that's a good pick, though. All right, so let's move on back to Jerry for your number two, two, two. Number two, two, two. Um, I'll start with the video game one this time. Um, actually, uh, are you doing two of them because of the fact that it's number two? No, no, it's going. It, there's three. Oh, you're still doing three. On, video game, book, on, and movie on this on all, one. Okay, on yeah, all three. Um, of them, so. My my video game one is uh, actually one of your son's favorite video game characters. I went with Nathan Drake for that one from uh, Uncharted. That's a good one. Um, my book is a guy named Cotton Malone. For, uh, the author's name is Steve Barry. Um, he's a retired marshal that lives in Denmark that seems to get sucked into all kinds of adventures. And Wait, it's actually the author good. or the uh, character? The character, Cotton. Oh. Um, and then uh, this is the one superhero that's on the list, the, the one comic book character. And it is Roy Bocephus the third. No, no, no. It's uh, it's it's played by Jeff Bridges, though. Um, it's R.I.P.D. Uh, the the movie about the supernatural police oh, yeah, department. Yeah. Um, his character Roy was actually my uh, my number two from the movies. Ryan Reynolds is great in it. Kevin Bacon. This is the movie where Kevin Bacon plays the the supervillain. Um, oh, I it, thought you were talking about uh, X Men. Yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, was it first class? Yeah, one of the one of the new ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was he was a supervillain in that, but I was referring to this is what I was referring to because it was on my list. Ah. Um, I, it, it, that would be foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dark Horse Comics. It, it wasn't Marvel. It wasn't DC. It was the other company, the one that has had an association with Star Wars for years. Um, I actually really enjoyed this movie. Uh, a lot of people hated it, but. I believe it was you, David, me, and Will that all went over to watch it at Cinnabar that weekend that it came out for my birthday that year. Yeah, you brought somebody. Well, I enjoyed he's it. He's not good with backstories or names. <laughs> it didn't affect me personally, so. <laughs> I, I hadn't seen that, but it's a catchy title, R.I.P.D., Afterlife Police Department, something like that, right? Rest in Peace Department. Yeah. Their version of Internal Affairs is called Eternal Affairs. I think I, I think I saw clips of that, but so far, Jerry, I don't think I've known any of your <laughs> of your top shelf. 
I'm going to check out a lot of stuff. Uh, thanks for doing three each one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nathan Drake is a great character. Um, he's from the Uncharted games. And uh, there's actually three? Four now. Yeah, Uncharted 4, yeah. So uh, there's four Uncharted games. Started on PlayStation 2, I think. Then went to 3 and now 4. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yes, that's yes. correct. I shouldn't have nodded. I apologize. It's okay. They can Good hear time. the marble. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, it's uh, a it's kind of like an Indiana Jones type uh, of uh, game because you got to go through. And usually you're in a jungle setting um, having to find clues and you're an archaeologist with a gun. I don't know. Weird. But... Uh, enjoy it. Chris enjoyed it. He, he has beaten all four of those games. Yes. And uh, they have a spinoff, actually. I, when did video games start doing spinoffs? Apparently <laughs> with Uncharted. <laughs> but they have, actually have a spinoff game that's coming out uh, here in the next couple weeks. Yes. So. Speaking of games coming out soon, um, I, uh, I'm not sure if he told you, but you know that... Batman series thing where they released a new episode every week. They have yep. a new one coming out, and he's really excited. I know, I know. But guys, you have the Guardians of the Galaxy one first. Ah. So. All right, all right. That was uh, video series number two, uh, two two, and uh, let's move on to Dave's number two. So my number two is Han Solo. That's. A shocking, freaking awesome character. Um, not no. a good guy, not a bad guy. He's just the guy. What's shocking is that Han Solo made the list and wasn't at number one. That's a good point. I'm taking a risk because I think one of y'all might have. One of you guys. One of y'all. Sorry, I busted into the southern there. <laughs> Yo, do I? I think I one of one of you guys have uh, possibly have my number one, which will keep make me scramble but uh but yes han solo is uh, my number two um he's awesome i'm looking forward to the uh new han solo movie with somebody else playing him but um at the same time i don't know if he'll have that same type of magic that harrison ford had with han solo um but uh, um everything about him i mean he, he's got comedic timing he's got charm He's got a blaster. He breaks all the rules. He flies as a giant ass ship. He has a hairy partner. I know. <laughs> you can relate. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But yes, Han Solo is my number two. May the force be with you. And, and also with you. Just so we make sure we <laughs> cover <laughs> all the important points of the comparison. Lena says, I love you. He says, I know. So. <laughs> That's why I which, said, I know. Yeah. Which is a step up. I used to say, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We uh, saw no why she's on the list this time. <laughs> uh, good number two. Han Solo is a... Uh, Amazing uh, character, spans the uh, the ages, and let's move to Indy. All right, for his number two. Okay, you know, originally I had Ashen here, but I'm gonna swap him out. I'm gonna do a big swap out, and in in his place, I'm gonna put a character portrayed by Mel Gibson, 
in a post-apocalyptic world. Let's see if I can say that word right. <laughs> a post-apocalyptic world full with where everyone's fighting for gasoline. There's lots of exciting car chases. We're talking about Mad Max. His name is Mad Max Rukitansky. Maybe he's Polish. He could be. <laughs> Seems legit. After the episode, we're going to have to consult John. <laughs> so, like, when the new one came out, I went back and rewatched. Um, actually, some of them, I, I don't think I'd see, actually seen the first Mad Max, but I went back and watched them all. Right. And, uh... Watch Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Tina Turner. Yeah. Never saw it. You never saw it? <laughs> that's the only that, one that's, I've seen. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Road Warrior's probably the best one, but, uh, that, that's got some fun stuff in it. Uh, the, the fights of the Thunderdome. And there's... Well, the bad thing about the third one is there's not that much car, car action until the very end. Uh, That's a new one, right? The um, the third. No, actually, the new one is like all action, (laughs) which is great. But it doesn't have. I wish if they had figured out a way to get Mel to reprise his role as Max, it would have been perfect. But uh, okay, maybe not. (laughs) But uh, but yeah. So because it involved backstory. Yeah, (laughs) the new one had Tom Hardy, and he 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 seemed to be like. He Did was he like the, the he was like a sec yeah he was he was supposed to be Mad Max I guess but he was more like a secondary <laughs> character and the main character was Furiosa which was Charlize Theron was actually more like right. the main character yeah but that's, what uh, I, that's why I wasn't sure if he was actually the Mad Max because it's it didn't just seem not, like he was that maybe I I I would consider it like a reboot uh, like a reboot or something oh, okay but uh, I enjoyed but the, the new I one guess I haven't seen the original. Yeah. The new one's great. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the originals, but uh, the new one uh, did actually entertain me. I, Are you not entertained? I wasn't expecting to be. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, uh, this probably has an explosion. That'll be cool. But uh, I actually ended up sitting there watching uh, um, well, most, if not all of it. So, yeah. 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 It was good. A little gross at the end. All right. Good number two. Uh, another character that spans time. And uh, that comes back to me. Uh, my number two is David Sand Ben Hunsell, not really a good guy, not really a bad guy. The guy. Captain Jack Sparrow, uh, played by Johnny Depp. Um, love this, the the uh, franchise, love the character. Lots of one-liners, lots of sword fights, lots of action. Yep. But you have heard of me. You have heard of me. You are the ones. Yeah, that first one's one of my favorites, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny, I was sitting here uh, as as we were coming back around to your turn while we were talking about Mad Max still, and I'm looking at my list and I'm like, well, that's weird. I didn't even think about Jack Sparrow. So Boom. that kind of worked out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's even a song about him. The song by the, yeah, Michael Bolton. Below the Island with, with, featuring Michael Bolton. <laughs> You've never said it. Yeah, oh, I've never seen it. it's hilarious. <laughs> Alright, check the show notes for the Captain Jack song. Alright. All right. <laughs> awesome. Alright, that brings us back to Jerry. And that's right, we are reaching up to the top shelf. We are pulling down our top three favorite action heroes of all time. And we are going to the... We're going to talk about number one. And they, he is the greatest hero in our opinion. Oh, yeah. 
Or she. Not or the, she. Not the greatest American hero, but... Ooh. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. <laughs> Unless he sees red. <laughs> All right. Jerry, oh, you asked me if you were going to know anybody on my top list tonight. Yes, you are going to know my number one video game pick, and that is Link from The Legend of Zelda. But you know who Link is. Yeah. I, I think I played it actually once at your, yeah. your house. At least yeah. one of the versions. The book selection I went with is Tasselhoff. He's the kinder that inspired... David Tasselhoff? <laughs> yes. Tasselhoff Burfoot is the kinder that inspired every one of my kinder right. that I ever made. And my number one from the TV movie era is a character who is a madman. And he has a box. And he travels through space and time showing companions on their adventures. I'm talking about Doctor Who. I thought it was uh, actually that's just the name from, of the show. Uh, Bill and Ted. That's just the name of the show, but his <laughs> character name is actually just the Doctor. The Doctor, yes. So, hey, uh, actually, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I just found out his first name is Basil. Okay, I did not know that. That's news to me. But is his the right pronoun now? Because there's been some news that that the, when he. Because this character transforms, becomes a different actor every three years or so. And that kind of, like, like every time they have a new actor, it's kind of like a, a new reboot of the series. And so I hear it may not be a him this time. The weird thing uh, about this news is about six years ago, Moffat said that as long as he is part of this show, <laughs> Stephen Moffat's the, the guy that... that, that runs, produces, directs the show. He said, as long as he's part of the show, there will not be a female doctor. Well, it was recently announced that Moffat has been replaced as the showrunner for Doctor Who, and next season we will get our first female doctor. Yeah, it's a, it is a really good show because, you know, every show is like a new story. They go to a different time period. It could be the future. It could be the past, present. Any place, any place in time. It could be a different planet. It's awesome. I, I, I've had people complain that they focus too much on the companions and, and not enough on the Doctor. That's the point. The Doctor's been to all of these places and times that he's taking people to. The point is the reaction of the companions, the adventure that they are on. That's why we focus on them. So that was some great number ones, one ones. And let's go to uh, mm. Dave... What is your number one action hero of all time? My number one action hero has probably overstayed his welcome, quite frankly. (laughs) 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 But it is uh, none other than the cop with the worst luck in the world, Mr. John McClane. All he wants is some Tylenol. <laughs> Come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, But even in the bad ones, even in the bad uh, diehards, he's still great. I mean, there are bad ones? <laughs> live for your diehard. Look it up. Uh, but, uh, I still need to see diehard another day. I, yeah, I haven't seen that last one yet. Love for your day. It didn't seem like the same character after they they brought it back. So. That's right. 
The, so. the last really good one was uh, the one with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. yeah, those first three are great. Yeah. And then Live Free or Die Hard has the guy from the Mac and PC commercials. Um, and it, Justin Long. Justin Long. And it's it, it focuses more on his daughter as far as the family portion of it. But he's the one doing all the ass-kicking. So. Of course, yeah. She's, and one-liners. She's, and, you know. she's being held hostage by the bad guys. Um, whereas the next one, the Die, another, die, die Hard Another Day. day. It's um, a Good Day to Die Hard. Good Day, day to Die Hard. Good Day to Die Hard, day okay, to so. die hard. It, uh, focuses on him and his son working as a team against Russians. I, yes, I remember that. And that one, that, it, it wasn't yes. great, but it was still... Yeah, it was it's still it, John McClane. It was still a Die Hard movie. I went, I went to the theater to see it because it's a Die Hard movie. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, uh, yeah John McClane. He's yeah. my uh, number one action yeah. hero. That was great. And uh, I you remember when that... Aiden. Sorry, go ahead. Court. I remember... <laughs> yeah, so I remember when that came out, It like he uh, Bruce Willis was known for like comedy. He was a star of like mood, Moonlighting. Moonlighting. And Bartles and James so commercials. So like... So when I saw the previews for this, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, James not Bartles and James. Yeah. Bartles and James was the star of Bartles and James. Yeah, yeah. he was Seagram's. Yes. Thank you for your support. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but anyway, he was known for comedy. But I saw that preview and I'm like, this looks really cool. This that's a really good, great idea to have that guy be uh, an action hero. And it worked guys. out. It worked out because. Uh, <laughs> We had we had many years of good Bruce Willis projects. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Broken. The kids used to call me Mr. Glass. That's a great movie. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. That <laughs> is a like great it. movie, and it's called Unbroken. Unbroken, whatever. <laughs> it was it was two now unbreakable. Of unbreakable. Unbreakable. That's unbreakable. It. I love the movie, and I don't even know. But I've seen me, it. Me and you went to the theater. You've never too. seen it. Me and yes, I've seen oh, it. Oh, I thought you said you, you never no, saw it. No, no, I forgot the title of it. Okay. But uh, me and yeah. Indy actually went to the theater to see that, and we were expecting something totally different. For like, because it's like superhero, blah blah blah, and we're like, okay, cool, you know. And it's more then like, we walked out, and we're like, what the hell did we just watch? It's all. I had that same reaction, but and it's all but origin. Then, was... then I watched it again, though, and I enjoyed it because I knew what I was yeah. watching. Yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of like an all origin story without any of the action. Oh, by, by the way. It wouldn't be that, See, otherwise well, I wouldn't like it. Cause I there was a little, story. there was a bit, but it was it was done, done really well. I think. It was all backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. It was so <laughs> slow and painful. Yes, it did not have Guess any what? action in it. That's Guess why what? I did not list that character as my action hero. Guess what? Sequel to Unbreakable in the works. Which is actually, actually also have. connected to Split. Yeah, if you haven't oh, yeah. seen Split, the, don't, don't, uh, there's a big yeah. spoiler about so, that. Earlier but, this year, a fan theory came out well, that all well, of, well, don't don't split me. That all of these movies are interconnected in some way, and they actually somebody took the posters for all the movies and put them together, and you can see that they do line up pretty nicely. I heard that Split even had a uh, post credit saying that, quite frankly, just said. Hey, you're, you know, it's connected to this. Yeah. So you don't need to do research and put posters together. They just said, hey, well, it's connected. The the fan theory <laughs> came out right before Split hit theaters. Oh. So, uh, but one of the best things about Live Free or Die Hard is the story that Kevin Smith tells um, about right. how, yeah, who was your second choice to play John McClane? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
think I'm familiar with that story. No. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Bruce Willis wasn't comfortable with some of the lines that uh, they originally had. And so Kevin's like, I-, I could rewrite that and that'll make it flow a lot better and everything. And so he's like, okay, do it. And so he wrote it and then they gave it to the actual director and the writing staff and everything. And they're like, um, no. And he's like, oh, okay, great. And he, Bruce, can, can you get uh, um, the owner of Fox or whatever, whatever studio owns Die Hard? And he's like, yeah, I just need to find out who their second choice for um, to play John McClane is because uh, this is the words I want. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Great, <laughs> right, we're going to go with this. <laughs> so. Kevin says it's a lot better, and it's on uh, one of the... Uh, I think it's on Three Evening, actually, but I'm not positive. Three Evening? I think so. It could be that one or Evening with Die Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. It has some Die Hard reference in, in his uh, stand-up thing. An evening, right. evening to Die Hard with Kevin Smith or something. That doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. That was a great number one. <laughs> and Dave. now, the ultimate number one. No, no, you probably not. <laughs> <laughs> something you? you've never seen or never heard of or <laughs> watched someone do. <laughs> well, just to surprise you, I've seen all of my picks and all of my honorable mentions. I just, I, I, next time I'll give you a token one, but I can't think of one right now. Right. By the way, my token one from last year, I've last place, <laughs> my, the, the token summer blockbuster was, was a movie that comes out in March next year, by the way. <laughs> I looked up what right. the release date was. Yeah, well, originally you said it was like four years away or something, but yeah, it's like next year. It's like, like March next year. I saw March. the trailer for it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a great movie. It's uh, the year one, right? Ready Player One. Ready yeah. Player One, that's what it was. So, so, yeah. so don't anyway. you listen to him? <laughs> <laughs> that was all you, Dave. <laughs> all right. But anyway. What is your ultimate number one? Ready, Ready Player One might have some action heroes in it. Um... But uh, my number one is... Now, you'd think I'd pick Indiana Jones, but Indiana Jones, he already got his number one. He got Temple of Doom, Summer Blockbuster. So this is my Indiana Jones memorial list. Um, oh, quick... But I do love Indiana Jones, so I'm going to talk, talk about that a little bit. So, next movie after, after Steven Spielberg comes out with this Ready Player One, next movie... Guess what we're talking? We're talking the return of Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones Five, starring Harrison Ford, coming in twenty twenty. So, ch- so check your swatches uh, for that for that one. The the return. I wear a Fitbit. All right. Oh yeah, and here's another interesting thing. I checked this book out of the library. It's called Indiana Jones Journal or something, and it it looks like he wrote. It has a bunch of stuff from the movies, and it looks like he wrote in it and stuff. Guess what the, cool. the, the author's name? His name's Anthony Indy, and then his, whatever his last name is. Really? So, That's crazy. That Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. Don't be sad. So some fun Indiana Jones facts for you. Yeah. you. You guys know I love period pieces and uh, oh, action-adventure movies that takes place in the past. So Familiar this, with what period piece means. Yes. So uh, <laughs> those are my favorite kind of movies. So for my number one, I, I pick something along those lines. I pick a character. His name is Don Diego de la Vega. 
coming for he was first published in a magazine in the nineteen nineteen and he and the next year he became uh the star of a movie called Mark of Zorro. And so we're talking about Zorro, number one top shelf pick for action hero. So I like the old west setting, I like right. the horses, I like the costume, I like the the sword and the Z the mark of the Z. It's kind of an inspiration for like Batman. Yeah. Because he's he was he's well, a rich guy and he, he and he helps people out you know against corruption so very awesome all right and fun fact about Zorro I think in one of the versions of Batman at least uh, they they were leaving when their parents were murdered the, the Batman's parents were murdered he That's was leaving a, a screening of, of a Zorro yep so. Um, I don't know about favorite portrayals. Portrayals, I like the, the character in general, but I remember as a kid I saw a parody movie. That, that might have been my first Zorro, which was called Zorro the Gay Blade. So I remember yeah, that being a good time. <laughs> as, as of like a six-year-old or however old I was, you know, it was great. You know, sure. so I went back and saw every Zorro that came out since that came out, and I liked the the one where and. Anthony Hopkins played Zorro, and Antonio Banderas was the mentor, so... Uh, and they made a sequel to that. That was a lot of fun, too, so... Alright, so pick, yeah. pick number one. Nice, Zorro. good pick. Good All solid right. number Shouldn't one. Shouldn't I go the other way around? Should. Anthony Hopkins is the old guy. Shouldn't he have been... He was the oh, he, he played the original Zorro, and then Antonio Should. Banderas was the mentor, and he became the new Zorro. Even well, you wouldn't like be the, the Princess Bride. Yeah. When, uh... Right, but he wouldn't be the mentor. Mentor is the person that teaches, isn't he? Oh, he'd be oh, the yeah, apprentice. He'd the, uh, yeah. Mentee or yeah, I said the yeah. wrong word. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> my vocabulary is not the best, but yeah, yeah you, you know what I mean. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. I thought right. you were confused I'm like, about I'm like, my mentor? I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Why would he be mentoring the old guy? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes old people need mentors, too. Well, right. that's true. And excellent number one. I guess that uh, comes back to me to uh, wrap up uh, episode 21's Top Shelf, pulling down action heroes. And my number one is a character that would be king. That's right. From Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Not Simba. (laughs) That's a good action movie, too. uh, (laughs) Aragorn. From Lord of the Rings, played by Viggo Mortensen. Love that series. Love that. Uh, Wasn't Viggo the guy in the painting? <laughs> That's the. This is the actual real person's name. Oh, oh, actor's his, name is Viggo Mortensen. Yes. How about about Viggo? The actual. Yeah, Viggo's the guy in the painting, though. That <laughs> out my boys. Eyes. That's not legal. <laughs> Which is another great action movie. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Solid pick. I do enjoy oh, those. Man. I didn't even think Lord about Peter Rinkman being my, uh, one of my top action stars. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about Hudson Hawk. Yeah, I thought about Hudson Hawk, too. So. <clears throat> but, uh, our, our, Aragorn. Aragorn. I can't, uh, my tongue. Sometimes, Aragorn. sometimes he is referenced as Strider. Sometimes he's a reference as Strider. Yes. And then when they meet him, you know. In the fellowship. 
Yes. He was a member of the Fellowship of the Ring. When Legolas mm-hmm. points out that... He was on a lot of lists that I looked at. I thought he was Will Turner. <laughs> Different movie. He was on a lot Jack, of lists, Captain Jack Sparrow. You're right. <laughs> In fact, right. I was inter- I found found it interesting that they had Will Turner listed as like top action star or characters before Captain Jack. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like that doesn't seem right, but I'm like maybe something happened after the first movie. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, do do we have any honorable mentions that we want to go do a round of? Martin Riggs. With the weapon. All right. And uh, and in the TV show, the uh, the I wasn't wild about watching it because I'm like ah, I don't scrub these characters. It's a good show, but they play the characters completely different than than uh, the ones you're used to in the movies. So if you don't think of them as Riggs and Murtaugh, it's a great show. When you start comparing it to the movie, oh. it's like yeah, it misses something. But uh, uh, the there was Lethal show. Weapon movie series is uh, by far. Um, Classics, actually. Right. And uh, let's see. I I wrote. I jotted down a few. I've got. Uh, well, just Stallone in general, but I put Rocky as a top shelf pick sure. for Stallone roles. Rambo also. Yeah. Yes. I mean that's that's as action as you get there. That's that did never. That didn't connect to me as much, but uh, yeah, Rambo is definitely up there. Yeah. Expendable uh, Demolition Man, his character. On oh Demolition yeah, Man. definitely. <laughs> I, I have two from the same movie. I like that one, yeah, a lot. Yeah, Wesley, Wesley, and Anigo Montoya. Yes. Yeah. And while we're talking Spanish people, I jotted down um, the the trilogy, the El Mariachi trilogy. So there's El Mariachi, there's uh, Desperado, and there's Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I thought for sure that was going to be your number one. Okay. Yeah. Well, racist. Around that time, well, I still picked Zorro. <laughs> Come on, that's your, you. got to go with the original. <laughs> but uh, but I like that. I, I really like the story. It, it was like around the same time as Kevin Smith, but right. Robert Rodriguez made yeah. his movie around the same time. Really ch- on the cheap. Right. He made it for the Spanish video I haven't seen market. El Mariachi or uh, Once Upon a Time, but uh, did see Desperado, and I, I actually enjoyed it. In fact, at one point, there's a um, song from there. I can't remember which one it is, but at one point in time, a song from that was actually um, the opening music for Excalibur um, whenever we were in wrestling in Ohio oh. uh, from Desperado. In fact, I had, uh, I think I've got had the, the CD for like a long time. for. I've got the CD as well. <laughs> I wonder which song it is. So anyway, like I was saying, uh, you know, I like the, the story of the, the young filmmaker saved up. He made the movie for $7,000 on the cheap, right. and, and he's, it actually became a feature just like uh, Clerks did around yeah. the same time. So, uh, yeah, and I even liked, bought, bought the, the book. Then the director did uh, that tells like the backstory behind all that stuff, and, right? And it shows like all his notes from when he was filming it and stuff, and how he took all the stuff that he had and he just put it into the movie. Right. He's like, I've got a turtle. We're gonna show a turtle crossing the road. <laughs> you know, what do I have? Let's let's film it. <laughs> so uh, that yeah, so that original and the sequels appealed to me a lot, and. Um, Oh yeah. So anybody else got it? I 
uh, Ellen Ripley, uh, Scoring Weaver's character in Aliens. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, ladies underrepresented. Maybe we'll do a lady action heroes one of these days. But, uh, yeah. Definitely worthy. I've got that on my honorables, uh, too. And not real cool to say, being a guy, but uh, I actually en- enjoyed, uh, I thought, Katniss Everdeen as far as uh, the Hunger Games. Um, cool. That was actually a, a good series, too. Enjoyed Let's that. see. Who else do I have? A lot of action there. All right. As far as females go, I've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer, TV editions, probably the one to go with. Uh, the Bionic Woman, Jamie Summers. Nice. I've got, uh, this, I guess this counts as a girl. I wrote, I jotted down Lassie the Dog. Because <laughs> okay. Lassie's, I used oh. to watch that old black and white show. Lassie would go rescue the kid from the well and stuff. Oh, so. gosh. Good girl. <laughs> so, uh, and I've got uh, Pam Greer in general in the seventh of all those <laughs> movies with Pam Bunny and Drag. <laughs> <laughs> Pam Greer, Denver's own Pam Greer, like uh, Don Cheadle. Um, all those 70s movies with her, right? Well, since we're and, on the... And, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Since we're on the females, uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator. Absolutely. Definitely. Terminator 2. I got that one down there, too. Um... This one almost made my top three just because I, I love the character name. Johnny Utah. Uh, oh, right. uh, Because of that, I, absolutely. Yeah. I almost did the same thing. I'm like, this is a cool name. Like, that, that on the deserves to be in there. Just because of the name. And, <laughs> and he's kind of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the remake wasn't as good. <laughs> but uh, Keanu Reeves' Johnny Utah was much better, which is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, I gotta give some, some a little kung fu some, some props, because uh, I do enjoy, I mean, they're very similar characters, all their characters, but the, the, the work of Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, which is like, kind of like the comedy Bruce Lee, so, uh, <laughs> sure, oh, you know what, in Enter the Dragon. He's striving for that, I think. <laughs> no, I think he is, because the, that, those moves movies have some laughs. Right. Um, what about his son? I mean, uh, uh, Brandon Lee for the crow. The crow. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, left too soon, but uh, yeah, that was a great one-hit wonder, the crow. Um, let's see here. Oh, one fun fact about uh, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan was like a stunt man in like Enter the Dragon. Right. So if you watch it, watch a fight scene in Enter the Dragon in slow motion for a split second. If you have it on, you can see him getting punched by Bruce Lee. In there. Oh, yeah? Nice. <laughs> all right. I'm probably going to mispronounce this. I'm sure it's mispronounced all the time. Samus Aran. Samus? It's the main character from Metroid. Oh, of course. Yeah. Solid yes. pick. And, of course, how can you do a show about action heroes without mentioning Bond, James Bond? Right, absolutely. Not a big James Bond fan, personally, but... Yeah, uh, I think I've seen one of the movies, maybe. I, I couldn't remember. That's but, I mean, as far as a franchise, though, I mean, yeah. he's, he's up there. Yeah. I, I'm good with Sean Connery, and I'm good with Roger Moore. I'm a little shaky with the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, those, those are definitely the two best. Right. I enjoy those old ones. More. But Pierce Bronson had the best video game. Golden I, I can't argue that. That really was a great video game. <laughs> Golden Eye 64. Got it. All right. Well, I think it's about that time to um, go down to Apology Town. 
It, not you me. Take me to Apology Town. <laughs> I didn't say anything bad this time. Oh, wait. I guess that's our new one. <laughs> Won't you take me to... I'm sorry. It's a mashup. I'm sorry. <laughs> Won't you take me to... So sorry. Apology Town. It's like a six-car mashup. So, <laughs> the first person on the apology list... Uh, it's on the apology list for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I can't remember if um, I mentioned this on the podcast or not, uh, but I, I had originally thought Todd Bridges had uh, died. Um, <laughs> Todd Bridges is alive and well. If I did say this on the podcast, I do apologize. I also apologize for not remembering if I said it on the podcast. Um, we have listeners, uh, first three minutes of the show. Um, listeners got called out as the disease. <laughs> and uh, Ron Perlman, <laughs> Michael J. Fox, twice. Uh, you know what? I apologize, <laughs> Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and uh, no apology list would be complete without Dave putting his foot in his mouth and us having to apologize to Lena. Also apologize, Josh Blue, <laughs> for you don't have Parkinson's. <laughs> Well, we're not, we're not apologizing. You don't. But you, you understand. <laughs> we're apologizing for the comment. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, that leads us to an action-packed ending to an action-packed podcast. Uh, episode 21 in the books. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. Uh, thanks, uh, everyone, for podcasting tonight. And yippee ki melon farmers. <laughs>